watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey episode of They Might Be Bronies. I'm Mikey, and with me, as always, is Kevin. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Hey, pal, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, man? You've uh, been you've been playing a lot of uh, Hogwarts. Oh, sure have. Right, yeah, the good new stuff. the new Harry Potter game. Yeah, I've been. Into, well, it's not Harry Potter. There's no Harry Potter in it. Yeah, and you know, I believe it's completely separate from the creator, controversial creator of, of the series, which I can appreciate. Um, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I you've like been, it. You've been, you've been liking it. You've been... Uh, yeah. You've been... Flying on my brooms. You're, you're flying... Shooting on my magic kit. You're doing your vertikadovers. Yeah, vertikadovers. Yeah. Vertikadovers. Yeah. Crutio. Crutio. Yeah. Crutio. Yeah. All that stuff. It's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you've been liking it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I heard your favorite uh, video game series is Assassin's Creed. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. You well, like, I don't know about Harry Potter now. It's pretty good, you know. Harry Potter's pretty good. Is Harry Potter good? Assassin's Creed's pretty good. to go through history is fun, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I like the Assassin's Creed. Yeah, what's your favorite Assassin's Creed? Ooh, ah, that's a tough question. In mm. what regard? You know, like in what regard in the history? Okay, yeah, yeah. So like, what time? The, what time period? What time period oh, was your favorite Assassin's period? Creed? Hmm, probably the Renaissance one. Oh, uh, with Ezio? Ezio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ezio Auditorium. He's like, oh, I'm in the Renaissance all the time. Yeah. I'm Italian Renaissance man over here. You know, it's Hidden like, Blade, Hidden Blade. Pretty good. Hidden Blade, Hidden Blade, Hidden Blade. Hidden Blade. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I sword you, I sword you, yeah. yeah. Assassino, Assassino. What about mechanics? What about mechanics-wise? Uh, mechanics-wise, I say uh, probably uh, maybe the Odyssey, mm-hmm. the Odyssey one that yeah. came out. You get a little bit of a special, you know, like transportation magic with your magic spear and all that that's pretty cool i like that you know like magic spear magic spear yeah a magic spear you know magic spear magic yeah. spear you uh it's all it the spear it belonged one. to my grandpa leonidas you know like yeah. magic he was the 300 magic. guy he had got, all those abs you got you got all the magic from the spears so you're yeah. just running around fucking magic magic yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i magic picked you spear. up with my magic spear and then i slam you on the ground yeah it's pretty cool i like yeah, that i think mechanics wise pretty yeah. good you know yeah yeah. So um, you paint houses. You're a house painter. Yeah, I have a lot of similarities to another guy. Yeah, but I talk different. You talk. Yeah, you're Kevin. Yeah, I'm Kevin. How you doing, Kevin? Pretty good. Thanks for saying hello again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're a house painter. How's that? How do you like painting houses? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know. Yeah. You paint a house. You go up. You got a roller in the brush. Paint. 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 Yeah. Paint. Paint. Brush paint, work. Brush paint, work. Paint. Yeah. Cut. Cut. Well, I cut. always say paint. 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 <laughs> That's how you. Yeah. While when I'm you, painting, a lot of times, you know, a couple years ago, technique? they stopped asking me to work inside their houses. I don't know why. Because you kept saying, you know, when you so like when you're rolling it, are you going paint? Hey, no, no, I just do hey. it more often. Paint, 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 paint. Oh, as like, I do it, you know, like three or four per move. So, okay, so it's like as soon as something paint is touching the wall, you're yeah, like, yeah, paint, yeah. paint, paint, if paint, paint, paint. That's exactly it. If paint's hitting the wall, you got to call it out. You okay. Know? Paint, yeah. paint, 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 paint. You got to, it's communicate. It's called communicating. Exactly. Exactly. That's pretty sweet communicating. Yeah, I think so. My wife doesn't love it. Mm-hmm. Especially in the mornings when she hears through the bathroom door, poop, 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 poop. But you know, yeah, that's that's you I gotta got, be. I gotta be true to myself. You got three kids. You got twins. Yeah. So like, 
you're imagine you're changing diapers like change 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 oh and they all take after me my wife uh has been in and out of therapy a lot their first words were p p p p yeah exactly they do the stuff like that they'd be going around like eat 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 like they used to eat or in a lot of like because they eat diapers for a while you know so they'd be walking down the living room going poop 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 yeah you hear that one this one me in the black hole poop 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 you know like my wife um She's had a few uh, psychological breakdowns, I guess you could say. And uh, the whole time it didn't help because me and my kids were all going, ah, psychological breakdown, psychological breakdown. You know, the whole time she's having an yeah. episode. But, you know, you know, she's on lots of drugs now. That's good. Drugs, That's good. Drugs are good. They help. Yeah. They help. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. I like uh, I'm also a big uh, My Little Pony Guy fan. Oh, yeah? you're My Little Pony Guy fan? Yeah, that's why I'm on your podcast here. I came, I like I like your show, and I thought, I had a, years ago, I thought, hey, I'll make a podcast about My Little Pony, but I got the mics and all that stuff, and I just ended up behind it just going, podcast, 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 yeah. podcast, and um, I don't think people like that. Yeah, I imagine it's difficult to like have a conversation when all you're saying is podcast. Yeah, podcast, I've, been, I've podcast, gotten a lot podcast. better. You know, now that it's not my podcast, I don't feel that same compulsion. Because when I was hosting this paper, you know, a podcast, podcast, and my guests would get real irritated. Yeah. I heard but, when you play guitar, you like to go guitar, 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 yeah, guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It helps people know what you're doing. You know? Yeah. People, yeah. yeah. Do you sing it? Do you sing out like guitar, guitar? Uh, no. Well, kind of. It depends on the song. Oh, okay. Guitar, 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 guitar during the instrumental breaks. Mm. And then, yeah, when I'm singing, depending on the song, I put it into the song so I go like... Guitar, 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 guitar. And then you get to the song and it's like, guitar, guitar. Yeah. Guitar, guitar. That's pretty you sweet. You know, like that kind of thing. That sounds like good. That sounds like good music. Thank you. you I appreciate good that. Music. Apple won't put me on their music thing. That's, I can't get on iTunes. You can't get on iTunes. Can't get on iTunes. I've been trying to put my music out. Yeah. But they, uh, they blocked me they a number bl- of times. They sent me what's called a cease and desist letter. And, uh. I don't know what that means. My wife had all of our kids naturally. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't apply, I thought, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things, things that, uh, yeah. That's pretty sweet, Kevin. Podcast, podcast. 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 We're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Is that like a nervous tick that you do? No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 I'm okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Do you have any drugs? Oh, I got some weed, man. It'll chill you right the fuck out. Weed's not a drug, man. Come on. Come on. Weed's weed's not a drug. I okay. Weed's like OTC, I get it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. it'll chill you out. I guess. Yeah, I smoke a lot. Well, kind of, kind of. You know, like uh, you know how some people like they take something to do a thing, but it has the opposite effect. Um, like I used to do a lot of cocaine to calm me down. Um, cause when I do weed, I actually kind of got ramped up a little bit, you know, like when the guys that take the Adderall, but they shouldn't be taking the Adderall and oh, then it kind of gets yeah. them all fuckery, mm-hmm. you know, like that. So, so that's yeah. pretty sweet. Do you have any Coke? No. Oh, Pepsi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you should see me do stand up. I go on the stage and I go comedy jokes, yeah. jokes, jokes, comedy, comedy jokes. People don't get it. Yeah. No, you don't get a lot of laughs. Yeah. I'm sure. I'd say I'm underrated. Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. Okay, bye.
Wow, that guy was interesting. Yeah, dude, that was yeah, Kevin. That was Kevin. It was weird. He like he did all this. <laughs> he was like you. Yeah, but yeah. He just uh, said paint whenever he painted. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I definitely don't do that. No, nah. you. Uh, it's weird when you paint. You say poop. I do. And when you poop, you say paint. Huh. You know, you can tell we live together. <laughs> no, it's really weird because then I'll hear you straining. Like sometimes I'll hear you straining in the bathroom and you're and it's just paint. Because yeah, I'm painting the toilet bowl brown, baby. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's how you get hemorrhoids. That is how you get hemorrhoids. Uh, actually, I can't sit down anywhere. I have hemorrhoids. hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> just one of the battles right in my head. Uh so what's up, dude? How are you? You've been playing the Hogwarts game. I have. Yeah, I haven't seen you in forever. For those that are listening to this probably know that we've had some big gaps recently. We had kind of a lot of stuff going on. One thing that we were supposed to talk on the show uh, that we never did to kind of warn people was I had a fucking vasectomy. Yeah, you did. I thought that would be fun to talk about, but we forgot. So we can talk about that today if you want. Okay. That was an experience. But yeah, it gave me a lot of time. We didn't. We couldn't quite podcast. And I was just kind of on a couch playing video games and that Hogwarts game had come out just in time for my delayed vasectomy. And I got to just sit there and fucking game. Yeah. Uh, and it's awesome. As you saw when you got here, Ellis is playing it now, which is pretty cool. He's old enough to play like a bigger, you know, I don't what are those RPG lights, whatever, you know, because it's not like super mm. in depth, but it's. We've already talked about Hogwarts, though. So let's talk. We got that out. Of the I didn't way get to intro. talk about it. Uh, I heard you and Kevin going at it. Yeah, no, it's in the podcast. The listeners already uh, heard okay. us talk about okay. it. So uh, let's talk more about your vasectomy. What did sure. that feel like? It sucked. Yeah? Yeah, it was not fun. You, did they, like, give you painkillers? Uh, yeah. Do they shoot it? Is it like... Okay. No, no, it, no, okay. No, 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 hold wait, on. Let me ask my question. Is it like... Is it like when you're when you go to a dentist and they like kind of like numb it with a little swab and then they put a huge needle in your gums? Is it like that? But on your balls, they kind of like swab your balls and then put a huge needle up in there. Mikey, I've been waiting to talk through all of this with you, mm. but I just realized that I've been holding on to my paperwork, like the pamphlets they gave me about the procedure. Okay. And I didn't bring it in here. So let me go grab it because okay. I want to show you what they did and then talk about the whole thing because it was quite a thing and I think you'll love it. Okay. Okay. Hold on. I want to get a fucking vasectomy. Actually, I've thought about it, uh, but but uh, it'd be fucking weird, wouldn't it? Because like then you're just you're just shooting blanks. Is that like does that take away? Like if I take away that, would that take away from who I am as a person? Whoa, whoa, what? What's going on? No, then don't worry Break about it. Break it down it. to me. No. Okay. Okay. This is the paperwork they gave me, all right? Understanding vasectomy. vasectomy. So you can go through here. There's some fun pictures of penises. <laughs> you love that. And this is what I went for my consultation. I've done the consultation like three times because I started to try and do this shit at the beginning of COVID. And Kaiser like delayed it like twice. So this, I got this from my newest provider uh, that had me do the... Get the down. facts. Fact A, a vasectomy does not mean you can't have or enjoy sex. That's good to know. Fact, a vasectomy does not reduce your sex drive. That's good. Fact, a vasectomy will not solve relationship <laughs> problems. What? 
<laughs> there's vasectomy will not fix problems you and your partner may be having. It's also not a choice that you should make during times of stress. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's hence why they have me come sit down, break it all down, and remind you. And here's the big reminder that really gets to me because they're like, and you're going to be sterilized. And they talk about how this can be reversed, but it really can't. You can't operate like that because they don't always stick. Blah blah blah. This is a very permanent procedure. Take it seriously. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. And then he breaks down how they're going to cut into your balls and all that stuff. But then he goes. But remember, one in 2,000 vasectomies self-reverse on their own. How many? What? One in 2,000. One in 2,000 reverse on their own. That is not a low enough, like that is not a big enough number. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's like, I, I feel like, I know that's a bigger number than some other sterilization, but check this out. I asked about it because I was like, I'm me, you know? So I'm like, how the fuck does it reverse on its own? You're, when they cut your fucking cord that goes to your balls up to your dick tube, to shoot the sperm out. Um, basically what happens is when you come and shit now, like your sperm, cause it's only a piece, like a tiny little piece of your ejaculate shoots into your ball sack and then just like dissolves into your body. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently one in 2000 times, every time that that shoots it, the, the sperm like dries at the end of the tube and becomes like a little corrosive sperm material and slowly builds up and builds up and builds up until it re-fucking connects itself made out of dead sperm that was shot into your balls so that you can re-impregnate someone. That's fucking metal, dude. Right? Balls are metal. But also, I don't want that. I don't... One in 2000 is not enough. I'm like, well, shit. Like, I guess I'm still going to be fucking careful as fuck because... I don't know. I asked my doctor too. And I was like, how many have you given? He's like, ah, probably like four or 5,000. Uh, how many have self-reversed on their own? He's like two or three. Like, that's not a great number. I mean, it adds up to the right number, but it's like, but like, wait a second, but Oh fuck. What was my question going to be? How many times do you have to come before that connection gets remade? That's a good question. I don't know. I do know that the sperm sits in that tube. So like until, it's about 20 ejaculations before I actually Which, stop dude, this is coming. The, this is the vast deference? Yes. Okay. Before I stop having sperm. That's why I have to go like send in a sample to the lab and shit because it's sitting in there until you clear it out. You're still shooting fucking swimmers into. Have yeah. you, when, how long ago did you get the surgery now? A couple weeks, right? Um, yes. That's where I want to get to next. Like the fuckery that went on with this. Not that fuckery. Have you? It happened on. Have you ejaculated since you had your surgery? Three, three weeks ago. A little over three weeks ago. Yes, I have. Okay. Did it hurt? Did I have, Mikey, I have so much to tell you. I know, but I'm asking my questions. Okay. I'll start where you're at. Okay. Um, So here's the thing. Something that I was not warned about. So first thing, yeah, there's a little like the first couple times I had some like kind of dull pains in the back, Mm. like that shot up into the belly a little bit, like when you get hit in the nuts, but then it would happen quick and then just be gone. But you're already like fucking there. You know what I mean? And then I wasn't warned of this, but the first time I came blood. <laughs> oh, fuck no. Yes. I came blood. Oh, geez. Like, that's terrifying. On, that's gotta be terrifying. Red. They- the whole thing was red. There was clearly blood in the whole fucking thing. Yes. Was it like deep red or was it like a little pink? No, it was the first time it was deep red. The whole thing was deep red. It was blood. And uh, yeah, of course you're like, uh, uh, uh. And they didn't tell you this? The guy, like doctor didn't tell me this. Like I looked it up and immediately you can find, yeah, the first three to five, five times you're going to have some blood in your fucking cum. Imagine if you didn't know and you had sex. I didn't. Yeah. If you come inside some like, <laughs> oh my God. Or even just like coming in a condom, pulling it out. It's just like fucking blood red. <laughs> 
my god, that's fucked up, dude. I had no idea. It was fucking terrifying, right? Can you imagine the like you come and it's just blood? Like, what would you? I mean, I knew I just had this procedure, so I kind of like, okay, maybe something went wrong. But like, imagine just, I didn't know it was coming. Yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. So. Oh, it came. It, it came. was coming. <laughs> and then the next like couple times, there was a little bit of pink, and then just like a little, you know, but. Um, that first time it was like straight up. I came blood. It was like that fucking cannibal corpse song. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe that was the inspiration. Yeah, dude. The guy got a vasectomy. He got a vasectomy. That's what it was. Like, hey guys, I came blood. Oh, I think I have a song idea. <laughs> um, okay. So let me walk you through what I did. So you can see the pictures there. That's what they do. They go in. This guy did it different. He warned me instead of going in on each side of your sack to reach in and cut the tube. They, um, he went in the center to try and cut both one incision. He, he went in the center, like the center of the, the sack. The, Where's the picture? They went in the tube. So like, Oh, this center. Yeah. So like instead balls. of the two sides, he went in right in the middle there where he marked it. And then just like, I, I'm like, okay, that's probably easier. However, Chelsea's theory. And I think this is right from what I've seen online. I was like out. You hear about people like next day, I'm fine from the second or whatever, dude, I was out. My balls were purple for days and I wasn't like able to crouch and shit for nearly a week. I wasn't recovered. So this, and this is the theory because when you go in the side, the fucking fast, whatever's right there. So he just snips it. When he goes in the center, he had to like reach through and get him. And while he's doing the procedure, the only thing that hurt was this dude manhandling my balls. You're awake during this. Yes. You're watching him do this. No, I can't see it because I was on my back, but like, you're dude, not no. you're not sitting there like sat up like when like no no not like, like when you're getting in an infection uh like when, when on when the stirrups on the stirrups <laughs> yeah and like you're just sitting there like he's just like got your yep. dick hanging no, over his okay. hands as he's trying to do this let me walk you through so i go in <laughs> first of all so funny. he was like when i did the consultation he was like well is it messing with your brain like if you want i can uh prescribe you some like um hydrocodone to just kind of like zone you out or whatever. And you know me, I'm like, I, I could probably handle it, but he offered some hydrocodone. Mm. And I was like, yeah, no, I'd rather be like fucked up. All this happens a little yeah, bit, give you know, me, like give me as yeah, much as you can. Let's do that. And so I like took some, so I'm like nice and out of it going in, like, you know, like just high kind of, you know, just you're still aware and chit chatting with them, but you're like, just got that little buzz of a high yeah. a little fog. And, um, I walk in, you think it's like, you see the videos, you prepare yourself. And it's like a guy with a one doctor or whatever. Cool. Like, all right, cool. That's fine. Sit to me. I'm going to get it over with. Get out of there. So I go there, I go inside and there's two nurses that walk me in. All right, we're going to help you out. This chick and this guy. And the chick had my grandmother's name, which is a lovely little bit of information. And then, uh, they're like, okay, so, you know, we're going to set you up here. We're going to take your blade, took my blood pressure and all that stuff. Okay. So now we're going to step out, take off your pants. You know, um, you're going to get under there. <laughs> she pulled up this thing, a little rubber band. She's like, wrap the rubber band around the tip of your penis and then clip the other side to your shirt. So your dick is just like flat up and out of the way of your balls. Okay. So that was fun and awkward. Like, all right, cool, whatever. And then get under the blanket, blah, blah, blah then we'll be back in. Cool. So I do that. Did um, you get hard at all when they were like handling you or did no. you, did they give you stuff so that you couldn't get hard? No, no. It was just hard. too awkward. It was, it was just, awkward. it was just like let me cold. Get, Everything was cold. I Mikey, bet. You, I sat down, I, I changed, I laid down on the blanket. I'm like, okay, cool. So this is how it is. And then the doctors could come in and reach under the blanket, whatever, you know, the way they did that kind of makes it seem like they're giving you as much privacy as possible. Right? No. 
So I lay down, they come back in, they're getting stuff ready. I'm under a blanket with my dick, you know, tasseled to my shirt, like out of the way. And she's the lady and this guy are the nurse are both in there waiting for the doctor. All right, we're going to start getting the prep. The first thing they do after giving me all this privacy and stuff is she comes over and she's like, all right, we're going to get you prepped, takes the blanket off of me. And I'm laying in the middle of a room in front of two people with my dick and my balls <laughs> out, no pants on with my dick strapped to a rubber band and tucked tied to my shirt. Did anybody like, say anything or giggle or smirk or? No, but I know they were thinking it. Nobody. They're not. They don't. They, they were making <laughs> small talk like fucking. Oh yeah, you know I've seen one that looked like that once. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they were they were good about making other small talk. They're like, "What kind of music do you want?" And I'm like, "Uh." And of course, I'm high on hydrocodone, so I'm like, "Dave Matthews Band." You know. <laughs> music on during the they surgery? put Dave Matthews on so like the whole time I'm listening to fucking like it's like Dave Matthews band in the back you know you're like crash into me and they're just like please stop dancing sir we're trying to give you a vasectomy <laughs> wiggling my balls <laughs> yeah so they pull it up just after all of this hey you're on your own like cool here's your privacy lay down they come in the lady just whips the towel off of me yeah. I'm on the table laying there full flat and then she goes, all right. And then just starts putting like, I guess it's like rags, towels, like on either side, creating a square, a surgery square around my dick and balls. Mm. And like, just, just full on, like, I don't know. I was like, why give me the, just be like, Hey, this is going to be awkward. Go ahead and strip down. I'll help you get ready. You know what I mean? Like why, why go through the whole rigmarole of like, have your privacy and then whip my dick out. Yeah. Um, so she gets all that prepped or whatever. And then the doctor comes in and they're all there. I had three people. He starts doing it. He's like, okay, so they, they numb my balls in the areas and he double checks it and numbs them and all that stuff. And I can't feel it. Cool. I'm just looking at the ceiling, kind of zoning out, trying not to think about what's happening. But then every time you look down, there's three people, two on each side of my dick and one like under my legs, mm. just standing around looking down at my balls while they are, are they like sitting there talk? stroking their chin? And being, <laughs> hmm, okay. Oh, fine specimen. Yeah. The one dude took pictures. No. No, did they all take turns growing up and like giving your balls a little grope, like kind of like <laughs> testing the weight a little bit? <laughs> all right, let's see who can tickle them first. <laughs> um, so the doctor comes in, yeah, and they're just all three standing around my balls. Like it was, I don't know, that was the most awkward thing of it. But then he's like, okay, we're numbing it. I'm going to go in the center, does the incision. I don't really feel it. But then I start feeling this dude just, so what happened is the the front incision is far away from the fucking tubes that he's got to cut, right? So he's, I can feel him. He's just manhandling each testicle one at a time to fucking, you can tell what it is. And they're kind of talking about it. He's trying to twist that shit around to get the tube to come from the back all the way up to the front where he made the incision. Mm. So it's like, I got hurt from him just fucking grabbing, gripping, yanking and twirling around on my fucking balls. Is it like, cause, okay. So like going back to my original question did they like swab you and then hit you with a needle to numb you or was it just yeah. the hydrocodone no 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 they swabbed they it swabbed they swabbed isolated you. numbing and around so, my balls and so is it like when you get dental work done and like you can't feel it yeah. but you feel it you can feel yeah, like yeah, the yeah, pressure yeah. Exactly. and all that you can feel the pressure and you can feel and then because he's when he's manhandling i could feel it cuz it goes up my fucking you know, when you hit the nuts, it goes up. It's not all right there on your ball. So you can't quite feel the manhandling, mm -hmm. but you can feel the effects of the pain shooting up, even though it's dulled. So like I'm in it knowing like, oh, this is going to hurt just because I've been punched in the balls fucking 50 times. You know what I mean? Like, and sure enough, that's what happened. My recovery was like, you texted me. You're like, how are your balls? Yeah. Right. And I, I texted you back like, 
I've got stitches in my sack and my fucking balls and my dick are purple. Yeah. Like it was straight up just like, so when it says it won't affect your fucking sex drive, it's a lie. Cause while you're recovering, I can't even think of it. I fucking bought a cup and wore a cup cause I have fucking children. Yeah. Cause they'll fucking, they just Thank hit you. God I did dude. I would have gotten hit so many times in the balls if that cup wasn't there to save me. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So man. anyway, so I think because they did the front incision, I was way more purple swelling because I'm looking online. Most people are like, yeah, it was fine in a day. The swelling was gone and the bruising was gone. It's like I'm sitting there with fucking purple marks like eight days later. Fucking sucked. For about a week, your scrotum may look bruised and slightly swollen. You may have a small amount of bloody discharge from the incision. Oh, it does say that. This is normal. To ease, to help ease swelling and pain, follow these tips. And then they give you a bunch of tips about Apparently like, I should have read, read the paperwork. It said bloody discharge from the incision. It didn't oh. say from the, the ejaculate. That's what I was reading for, though. Interesting. This is interesting. Until you're sterile, active sper sperm remain in your semen for a time. It takes many ejaculations before they are gone. Semen exams are needed to make sure no sperm remain. For these, you'll collect a semen sample at home and bring it to a lab or to your provider's office, often about 6 to 12 weeks after the vasectomy. The sample is checked for sperm. You're, ster you're sterile when only when these samples are clear of sperm. Your provider will tell you more. Yeah, that's what I was saying when it, it's stored in the fucking tube. Yeah. Yeah, so okay. it's, it's, you're waiting to clear out that tube. That's but, fucking hilarious. Yeah, dude. No, it's it sucked. I mean, it was kind of nice to not have to do anything. Like, I couldn't lean over. I couldn't... felt bad because I couldn't help around this chaotic house that I live in. But, like, it was also nice, like, to be home alone while everyone's at work. And at daycare, like, just gaming. Mm. It worked out because Hogwarts, I just started it. And so I got to come home, ordered a fucking burrito on DoorDash. You know what I mean? And just hung out high on, on hydrocodone for two days. Just fucking gaming. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I even had Chelsea pull like the recliner chair right up to the TV, you know, like so I could just fucking sit there and game. But yeah, yeah, it was quite an experience. That's for sure. Um, Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. you're sterile. Well, maybe for, in, for in a couple more weeks. Couple more ejaculations. I suppose. Yeah. That's the thing I took too. I was asked. I was like, so when I bring it in, do I like call ahead, schedule an appointment that I'm going to come and bring my fucking sperm in? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm bringing you a cup full of my ejaculate and the guy's just like, nah, just walk it in. Yeah. <laughs> like the lab's ready for it. They'll know. Just come whenever. Just be like, Hey guys, here's yeah, my, like, here's my sperm. Yeah. I don't know why that made me laugh. I'm like, that doesn't seem ugly. I know they get fucking juices and fucking shit, I guess all the time, but it just struck me as Interesting. Yeah. I got to decide probably, on my own to come into a jar and then just walk it into a fucking. What do you think is more office. awkward, walking into a jar with a walking in with a jar of cum or walking in with a Tupperware with shit in it? Cum, cum, cum. I is think cum is more awkward because I had to sit and do it. Like the shit's awkward, but like if I'm having to bring in a stool sample, something's going on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like to me, that seems more practical. Like something outside of your control. This the cum is like I chose. I, I made the decision to get a surgery because I want to have unprotected sex. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess that's not necessarily what if, true. What if, what if you're, what if you got to take it? What if, what if you got ball, ball problems that I are guess out of that's your control? True. Like you, you take your shit true. in for stomach problems that people don't know. I just, I'll just walk in and be like, it's not a vasectomy. I, mm. I've just got ball issues. Just <laughs> checking them out and making sure everything's a okay in the balls. Got it. Got to check the oil. <laughs> yeah. Checking exactly. the dipstick. <laughs> Been three thousand miles, Doc. Yeah. 
Yeah, just make sure everything's okay. I, honestly, I'm like, with the one in 2000 reversals, I want to bring in shit like once a year. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't want that shit reversing. And the mm. weird thing is it's such a slow process. You asked, I, I forgot, I did find out. It's not like, oftentimes you'll be sterile for like a couple of years and then when it reverses, sometimes it happens five to 10 years later. Mm. And it's like, fuck that. I couldn't imagine like you're just cool with it. And people almost 99% of the time find out when they get pregnant. Yeah, that's fucked. It's fucked. That probably screws up relationships. Too. Yeah, I imagine. Um, if it reverses, do you just go back and get it snip snipped again? I guess. But what would be the point? If, yeah, if it's like my body has the tendency now to it's going to heal again. What's the point? I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping I couldn't decide. I was like, if, if the doctor had said like, Oh, I've never had anyone get reversed. So, you know, my four or 5,000 hasn't, I've never seen it. Like in some ways you'd be like, Oh, cool. So I'll be all right. But then I think I know my brain would also be like, Ooh, but statistically that means I'm due to be the one. Yeah. You know, in some ways him going, yeah, it's me. It's like, okay, so there's a chance on me, but wait, wait. it's so even and out. So the statistics are the same. So when you hear that, you're like, so wait, when you hear like one in 2000 statistics, you're like, I'm going to be the one. Well, I think if he said like, oh, I've never seen it. I'd be like, that means we're at a one in 4,000 now. I'm due. Mm-hmm. I feel in some way my brain thinks I have a higher chance of being the one if he hasn't had anyone reverse. Yeah, but you don't know how many vasectomies this guy has given. No, I know. No, or he like, told not, me like not four how or many, five how, thousand. How often? I mean, like, yeah, like how many true. balls is like how many was he snipping in that day? That's true. He could go from know. one one OR to the next. Were you in an OR? Yeah. No, uh, no, because he's a yeah. I guess so. he was minor surgery, so he doesn't just do vasectomies. So wait, were you like in a room with like a bunch of which just were you just being blocked by curtains, or were you in a private room? I was in a private room. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 but it was like um, it was like a medical room, like it was one of, a normal table. Oh, okay. You know that you sit on in the doctor's office. Uh, just with rags and shit everywhere to catch the blood. Ew, dude! I'm like getting checked up on. On no, it was, tables? it was definitely a different room oh, okay. for it. It was just like the same equipment and shit that you see in a normal. It obviously had more like operation materials, but it was like they brought them in in like a fucking roll in. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they rolled in the vasectomy cart. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like just a normal room like you would get an examination in. Do you have like x-rays of your balls? Nah. Damn. I know that would have been fun. But I had a... The stitches was wild. It was weird. I don't know. It was something else, man. Yeah. Something else. It's pretty sweet. Um, I feel like we should announce that we're like fucking half an hour in. We should have already said, sorry, everyone. We don't have any guests for this episode. Yes, we are on the finale of season four. Um, We haven't talked in a while, so we got really in the weeds on my balls. Yeah. Um, But we had we had plans to have some guests but it fell through at the last minute and yeah. we had to record so the goal hopefully we'll have them for the beginning of season five and again sorry for the delays um between the vasectomy uh mikey's new job stuff happening it's once again at least we weren't just like sick this time no one got like COVID or anything it was yeah like real shit like my trauma yeah of you know getting my ball snipped i i'll fucking dude i i scheduled work the next week like five or six days later no, I know. I was like, because I thought, you know, you see all these things. You're like, well, I have to, you know, but and then luckily it fucking rained like a motherfucker. Yeah. And I couldn't do it. So I had to call him the person and be like, hey, I can't do it in this rain. Not because of my balls. You don't know about that. You know what I mean? But uh, that worked out. I ended up having the full week. You didn't call all your customers being like, hey, guy, oh, I'm sorry. I can't schedule that week. I'm getting my ball snipped. Dude, it's super awkward because you 
you do have to say like when I'd schedule stuff and be like, oh, but I can't work that Friday. I have a procedure. And everyone's like, oh, are you okay? What are your procedures? You know what I mean? Like mm. it's random people. So I can't just be like, I'm getting my balls snipped. I have to be like, oh, it's nothing. Just some minor surgery. Oh, is everything all right? Are you okay? It's you know, elective. Everyone's checking on. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> but I, I couldn't also couldn't say it's elective. I was just like, no, it's no big deal. It's not anything important. I'm fine. It's just, I'm it's getting, taken years to get the date finally I'm in getting, place. I'm getting butt, butt implants. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting collagen. I'm getting, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting a nose job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get, get, get breast reduction. <laughs> Is that less awkward than telling people about getting your balls snipped? I don't know. I, don't I did know. have one customer that had asked, like, that I'd gotten pretty close with. Like, they're more friends at mm-hmm. this point because I've worked on a lot of work and um, they've talked about stuff like that around me already. You know, some people are more Somebody like, told you they got a vasectomy? No, 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 but they're like a... Some people are more like that. You know, you've worked in this industry. Some people like... People are comfortable. They're comfortable and some people are professional. Yeah. And this group, I had gone back and they're like, so what was the surgery? Is everything okay? And I'm like, no, it's, you know, it's something. And they're like, they're like, was it... And I was like, it was to ensure that I don't have any more kids. And it was hard to schedule. So I had to do it, you know? And they're like, oh, you got the snip, you know? (laughs) Like, oh, I did that. That sucked, you know? (laughs) That is... That's funny. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, you got the snip. Oh, you got the snip. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. High <laughs> <laughs> five. Yeah, five, fiver. <laughs> nah, so that's what's been going on with me. Yeah. And then lots of Hogwarts, which is fun. I've been enjoying that. Have you been doing anything? You got new work, doing more audio stuff. Other than yeah. that, what have you been up to? Um, You know, just kind of like doing studying and research in audio stuff and trying to like learn more. And, uh, I fucking, I finally scream six finally came out this weekend. Did you see it? I went, I saw it Friday night. Nice. I fucking, I loved this movie so much. Oh, I was, good. It, I was very happy about it. Once again, I like was half, I was able to call like half call the ending. Oh, nice. Where it's like the lot, this movie and the last two before it were the ones that I, I remember seeing. But the first time and each time it's been like, I know half of the end because it's like each each movie is like a murder mystery who done yeah. kind of thing. And so like I, w- I remember, I w- are you ever going to watch these movies? Can no. I just talk about them freely and spoil well, them? Well, you don't want to spoil it for if people haven't seen it yet, though. If I say spoiler alert for all the Scream movies, including the new one that just came out. I guess so. Earmuffs audience. If, if that happened, cut forward a couple minutes. Yeah. And then, yeah, hopefully, you know, just like hit that point. Um, but yeah, so like when Scream 4 came out, I, I, I caught like I was able to I knew like, oh, OK, Jill's like she's she's one of the killers. And but I couldn't figure out who the other killer was. And like but I, and I couldn't figure out the motive. And then and then that one that came out like last year, I was able to figure out like, OK, that one person was the killer because they were fucking uh, super like her character was super like that. Uh-huh. And that. And then, uh, but like, again, I couldn't figure out motive and the motive ended up being like this super, this like super meta, like, oh, fan base, toxic fan base kind of thing. But this one is funny because like I figured out, I figured out the motive and I figured out half the killers, but they actually like, I, but then I couldn't figure out like the connection between the killers. So like in this movie, it was like a detective 
there's they're at college and there's two college students okay that were killers and so at one point i was able to figure out the detective was a killer uh that because of like i was able to figure out he was a killer and i was able to i realized he was the father of one of the last killers okay from the last movie and I figured that out, and then I realized, and then I figured out this other dude was a killer. But I couldn't figure out that it was they were all connected because what it ended up being was it was like a family. It was fucking. It was crazy. It was the weirdest one because now there's three killers in this one, huh. and it was like a father and his kids, interesting, trying to avenge the death of a previous killer, a previous killer. And so like that was Nothing a lot. Nothing motivates of fun. like family. Yeah. And so like it was a lot of fun. Where it's like the last movie was very much rooted in the first Scream movie. This one, while having a lot of really great calls and tie-ins to uh, not just all the series, but also like specifically Scream Two, mm-hmm. um, it, it was a lot of fun to see it kind of like be, uh, become its own thing with the new directors and the new writers. That's cool. So yeah. you're ex- excited for the future. Of I the am Scream very franchise. excited uh, for the future of the Scream franchise. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Have you? Uh, you know, I don't know why that made. Pro- I, actually, I do know why it made me think of it. But Chelsea and I have started watching a show called Ghosts. Have you heard about that? No. It's like a new kind of comedy, sitcom style. Not really sitcom because there's no laugh track or anything. But like um, it's about, this is why it made me think of it because it's kind of in that realm of supernatural. It's uh, about this like old manor that has a bunch of ghosts living in it from different time periods. Mm. And uh, this family, like this couple moves in. One of them has an accent. Suddenly she can see ghosts, you know, pretty obvious. And she can, she can see them and they've been there, some of them for a thousand years. Humans can't see them, but it's like ridiculous. It's just people, you know what I mean? It's like, there's a Viking, there's a Native American guy, but there's also like this Victorian lady from like the earlier, like women shouldn't vote, you know, like one of those. And then mm-hmm. there's also like this hippie from the sixties and like a nineties finance bro. And you know what I mean? But yeah. they all like live in this house together and... I don't know. The comedy is pretty fun. It's it's silly. Okay. But um, you'd probably like it. It's kind of got a little bit of Office vibes. It hasn't quite clicked into a flow like The Office did yet. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why that made me think about that. Because, well, I know why. Because the supernatural kind of element. Yeah. The horror movie versus that. But quick shout out to Ghosts. I'm enjoying that. Um, should we talk about the episode? Yeah, I guess. I guess. What do you think of these? Two-parter. So we watched the finale of season four. Episodes 25 and 6, I believe. Yeah. Um, let me double check. It is. Yes. Twilight's Kingdom. Part 1 and 2. I don't remember what our guesses were because we haven't seen each other in a while. Mm. But what would you think of this? Um, I, li- I liked it. It was a lot better than so, like most of the episodes of the season. And yeah. what I've realized is like this show has way too much filler and not enough killer. Yeah. You kind of the content suffers. It's almost like you could take the show and isolate it down to what matters. Yeah, like like Supernatural or show like that, where it's like you're watching shit that doesn't really make any difference, but yeah. there is an overarching narrative that's really engaging. And this and the, but like what was really cool about this was this show is just this these two specific episodes were just these huge epic grandiose stories that were and a lot of fun to like go through. A fucking beastly battle. Yeah. At the end, like it was so cool. Um with like it looked like anime with like the mm-hmm. massive bursts of energy. Fucking uh Twilight straight up goes like Super Saiyan. Yeah. 
I wrote that down because like that final battle, it's funny because like we got to the final battle and I was thinking like, dude, this is the clip that I saw. I mentioned on the podcast, like in season one Mm -hmm. that I saw this one clip of like this battle scene. And I was like, what the fuck is this show? It was one of those moments. It was this arc. I'd seen a clip of it from the final battle with T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And when Twilight's going against him in her like Super Saiyan form, and I was like, I, I was just reminded. It's kind of funny because that's the moment I walked in, saw Alice watching it years ago, and I was like, "What the hell? This is the Pony Show." You know what I mean? She's yeah. like, she's like hitting the ground and like it's like scuffing up before behind her as she lands, and then shooting a mega blast at him. And They're going like fuck Man of Steel, destroying yeah. <laughs> Metropolis on this. They are. They're kind of like battling all over the outskirts of of Ponyville. Yeah, it's wild. Princess, I imagine season five is going to start with the Equestria Accords. You think so? Because <laughs> like the Sokovia Accords. Mm-hmm. I explained my joke. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, Who is this Princess Twilight anyway? I, uh, you know, what's funny too is like I called, I called half of it at the end of the first episode. I was like, I, uh, what did I say? At the end of the first episode, I was like, okay. So Twilight's gonna have to do something to get her object that turns into a key, and the yep. key is and the key is the key to stopping Tyric, and like it's in the box. And then Discord's gonna be all like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I did what I did, but it was the only way to get Twilight to do what the shit she needed to do." Oh, you thought he was gonna be on their side from the beginning? Yeah, I didn't. Which I liked that it he ended wasn't. Up, he was because yeah. like he's the one who gave them the book, like the journal yeah. with all the bookmarks, like. It, it, if it wasn't for discord from the beginning yeah it wouldn't have led to that but like him actually like uh being like uh, falling were you surprised by that that he actually turned a little bit yeah, yeah. me too i was very yeah. disappointed in him but he but he also made it clear like at one point he leans over to t-rex he's like you're doing this for ponies he's like well between you and me doing this for fluttershy yeah you know so it's like oh right there i knew i was like if he does turn that's gonna be his achilles hill Mm-hmm. it's clearly Fluttershy. But then obviously this all kind of resolves with him being closer to them than ever. Yeah. You know, the fact that Twilight made that friendship decision to like, no, all my friends give me discord too. Yeah. And Tyrick's like, but he fucked you over. And she's like, I don't care. I like fucking, you know, like, and then drops him down and, and discord was touched and gave her the fucking necklace. That was so important. Which ended up being the fucking object. Yeah, which, and- which does kind of play into you. Like he must've known to some extent, if he was able to recognize that the different moments were different keys, he must have recognized that, like, you gave up your magic for me, for friendship. Like, yeah, maybe he didn't think he'd be the one, but maybe he did recognize, like, oh, I need to give you something. Like, okay, and mean it, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, which is kind of intense. So he may have, he in that moment, if he did knew that, that then he did make that decision yeah, on their behalf, which I appreciated. Like, and he was clearly touched afterwards, like... Yeah. By Twilight. Touched by a pony. Touched by a pony. I love when he goes, Where's my throne? <laughs> yeah. You're not, you were not quite there yet. A lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to have to work a little harder, big guy. Uh, I liked the. Uh, I thought it was funny, too, because, like, when they're like, We're going to have to give Twilight all the power of the, the Alicorn magic. Yeah. I was just kind of like, Really? Is that the best idea? Is that. Because, like, yeah. I'm like, You're jumping to that pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Yeah. It seemed like he was just starting out. Now he's made such an impact that you have to get rid of your magic. But then, uh, but then, like, when you get to the end, it's like, Oh, that's why they gave her all yeah. the fucking power was so she could go fucking crazy. What's wild is it was like, they were like, 
to hide her or something, but they mm. must have thought something was going to happen because she tried to hide, but then immediately uses her power to battle him. Yeah. You know, which is, which was cool because that was a coolest scene of these two. Probably the coolest scene of the season, honestly. Her battle with T-Rex was I don't know. pretty beast. When, cause like, uh, so like, let's go back to the beginning of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, um, what did it start? So like it starts, she unfurls the banner mm. and like. She's like, can, can it? Can we point out? It starts with Pinkie Pie making a why the long face joke. The Twilight. It starts which, which I loved. Yeah. I loved that. Why the long face? But like, so like, it goes through that <laughs> whole opening scene, mm-hmm. and you get that story, and then it cuts to this the creepy back alley, and it's all like hazy, and there's a pony sitting there, and there's like a camp, but it's very cinematic. Yeah. And like, like it really like it draws it out and really like draws you into that fucking moment. And it's done in a really well way. I wasn't expecting from I, a My Little Pony. I liked that moment because it showed Turek eating ass. Because he straight up sucked out their cutie marks. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote like, that down. Ah, Turek eats that's, ass. And that's fucking dark. I wasn't it expecting was that to be that dark. And stealing their cutie mark too. It was like, damn. But I'm watching this and I can't help but like laugh really hard in this moment. Because it's like, it's this huge, like super dark, creepy, it's done really well and super serious, but it's fucking ponies. Yeah. And I'm just laughing really well, hard ponies because and ponies. T-Rex is like a, like a ape centaur or something. Yeah. He looks like the dude from uh, the Lion King. Lion, which guy? The guy uh, who does the red on oh, Simba. Rafiki? Rafiki. He looks yeah, like he Rafiki. Does, but he's got like the horse body. Yeah. Yeah. And I know. with horns. I didn't quite understand his origin either. I mean, I caught it like him and his brother came to like steal all the magic from some unknown land. And then his brother was swayed by the ponies, but he wasn't. And then they imprisoned him. And then he was like, I I get, get, get his revenge now. He's like, fuck y'all. You imprisoned me. Mm. I also like that. It was like, they straight up sent him to hell. (laughs) You know what I mean? They were like, their imprisonment was fucking Hades or Tartarus or whatever. And it's like, you know, all Cerberus got loose on that one one-off episode where, you know what I mean? Like, where was it Fluttershy has to like get him a ball or whatever to bring him back? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It's like, oh, when that happened, this evil dude was set free, you know. And then he fucking straight up sends the alicorns to hell. Yeah. But no, I let's see. What I wrote down. Yeah, because Twilight's kind of depressed. She sings a song about being being depressed. Oh, I had a favorite part in that song. They're, when they're on the balcony with the alicorns singing about how important she is, like Twilight's singing about how she feels like she has no purpose being a princess or whatever. And she like looks at Cadence and Cadence is like looking down at her all like sympathetic. And she looks at Celestia and Celestia's like all empathetic looking at her. And then she looks at Luna and Luna looks like she doesn't give a fuck. I, I love it. Her eyes are just like, uh-huh. <laughs> Luna, the entire the entire time I look at Luna, I'm just like, Luna just looks kind of fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's a little out of place. And I think it's because, and I like, I wonder if they do that because, like, she was in prison for so long. So she's yeah. from a different time. Well, and also she's like the princess of the night and nightmares and mm-hmm. dreams and all that stuff. So I think she's just like, she's also like sees everyone's dreams. So she's probably also not surprised. She's like, yeah, I fucking know. I see your dreams every night. Yeah. You don't know your princess thing. And Celestia and Kate, and she's like, I didn't know you felt this way. <laughs> Luna's like, yeah, yeah, no, I know all the fucking dreams. I get it. Yeah. You're naked in all your dreams. Cool. She leans over to twilight. <laughs> all your, all dreams. your dreams. And I'm watching. 
no one else that sees you is real, yeah. but I've seen you if naked. You, if you want to do that thing, that one thing, <laughs> we can, uh, like, I'm cool with it. Do you, you just ask. there's anyone in the city that, like, has a kink for Luna? Because she's like, has, dreams. Or has dreams about fucking Luna, and Luna, like, shows up and sees the dream of someone fucking her so there's gotta in a be, weird way. There's got to be one person. <laughs> there's got to be, or one pony. There's got to be one pony out there that's just like, damn, dude, that Luna is kind of hot. What if, like, there is no extra Luna in the dreams either? So, like, Luna's, it's beyond her control. She just shows up in a dream, get getting railed by some pony, or, like, you know, hooking up hardcore, and she can't, like, leave. Yeah. Because she's, that's her part of her thing, like... There's like one pony in the town that's got this like domin like not domination, but this like power over her that no one else knows about. <laughs> uh, that'd be fucked up, actually. Yeah, that'd be yeah, really weird. Be fucked up, but no. Um, I just love Luna. Looks so fucking like yeah, good for you. <laughs> like over it. I, honestly, the song didn't stand out to me. Um, they sang about she's got to play her part and her time hasn't come and all that mm. stuff. Um. But yeah, then we then after that it was the pony in the alley with the hooded stranger, like you pointed out. That was really dark cinematography. Yeah. That was a sick ass twist. Um, and then later, I love later when Discord confronts him. I love seeing him use his oh, power. Oh, that transition! Yeah. That transition was crazy. He goes when after he a turns. pony and he turns and it's Discord and he fucking uh, he's like shooting him and shit. Discord's like splitting in two. Like Discord just can own this dude if he wants to. Yeah, like so. It was a real long game here, getting Discord under his fucking boot. Yeah. Uh, I was impressed in a way. But let's see. Um, real quick. when So at the beginning, they like they wanted Twilight there because like, oh, we have to show all the alicorns for blah, blah, blah. But like she wasn't even down there to actually greet them. She unfurled the banner in the tower. Like, yeah. she, I think there should have been a guard to unfurl that banner and she should have been with the three of them on the ground level. At yeah. Least. She should have just been walking with them. Yeah. I agree with that. Cause at the end when they leave, they're like, thank you twilight for being here and discreet and all that, whatever. And it's like, she wasn't really that there. Yeah, you she know, was like, fucking apart from everything. Maybe there's some cultural thing. We don't know where a princess must unfurl their banner. Mm. in order for it to not be blasphemy of the town or what you know because maybe, maybe it, was, it was always like celestia doing it before yeah maybe it has to be the banner but she got to use magic she could have done it from the ground yeah but like yeah like but that that could be it it's like oh if you fly the banner of another country in your country only the fucking monarch can do that as a sign of respect or whatever i don't know yeah but i'm kind of with you it was like they could have given her a little bit more of a feeling of having purpose like hey you're part of the royal entourage you're here to Fucking show love, not like, okay, you know, we don't really trust you, even though you're the princess of friendship, to show kindness to these guys. So your job is up in the balcony. <laughs> like, yeah, you're not smile ready to be wave, friends bitch. with them. Smile and wave. Um, I love, again, Discord, as always, makes every episode better. Yeah. Discord, like, he full on, he enters the first scene dressed as Mary Poppins on his umbrella, you know? So, like, um, love that. He, he, makes an exit on a Vespa. He tells him about the chest, you know, like he reminds everyone, even the listeners about, or the watchers as about the chest. Yeah. Um, because it hasn't really come up since episode one and two of this season. We thought it would be a little more engaging. I mean, I guess it was because we learned that every pony was doing their thing to earn the trinket or the key, which I didn't notice. I didn't notice that they all got something mm. when they sacrificed. We, we kind of talked about it like, well, they do this all the time. You know, if there's an honesty thing kids need to learn, it's going to be through Applejack. If there's a loyalty thing they need to learn, it's through Rainbow Dash. And 
Meanwhile, we were sitting there making fun of him. Like, yeah, like Rainbow Dash wouldn't go with the Wonderbolts. This is dumb. Yeah. You know, and you're like, oh, it was important integral character growth. <laughs> like, yeah. Got it. Okay. No, that, that was the, those were fun callbacks. It was fun no, getting to it. see the, uh, the Wisp things again and being like, oh, I like half remember that. Yeah. I was also impressed with the way Tyrick handled Discord there, like convincing him that like his friendship is his new imprisonment and all that stuff. Like mm. I thought that was pretty good. He played him pretty well. He played him pretty well. Uh, let's see. Did you think when they cut away, the discord might not turn back to evil or did as soon as it cut away and he was like, Hmm, did you know? Know what? That discord was turning to Tyrek's side. I did know. You, yeah. I had a feeling then too. I was like, he's going to fucking turn. There's no way we have a whole nother episode and he fucking decided to stop him. Yeah. You know, I did know, but and that's think, why I'm like, I thought yeah. that like, at first I was like, oh, he's doing it. He's going to like the entire time until like halfway through the second episode where they made it very obvious that yeah. he was, he had turned the entire time. I was just kind of like, oh, he's just fucking, he's just playing the part yeah. because he's got to get Twilight where Twilight needs to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of had that thought a little bit too, but I also knew that like, Twilight would be pissed if she found out he was helping Discord train yeah. all these ponies of their powers and shit. Yeah. Even if he knew at the end, but he's Discord. So it's also not beyond the pale. But like, I, that was my thought from the beginning was like, eventually Tyrix going after Fluttershy. Yeah. Like you have to accept that. And he did because he showed up for tea and threw the fucking sandwich on the floor right in front of her face. You know? Fuck but, cold. Yeah, it was cold. <laughs> yes, of course I remember the sandwiches. Yeah. Bitch. Um, I'd like to point out when they're doing the keys, I loved Pinkie Pie. All the Pinkie Pie moments were great, but she's got fucking boneless. She's like, come on, boneless, give me that key. Like, I love that for yeah. some reason. Uh, that tickled me. Seeing the rubber chicken again was a the lot of fun. Chicken, yeah. And then we even got a little callback at the end to seeing cheese sandwich, see the rainbow go through. I like the idea that he didn't get drained. He was just roaming. Mm. You know, he saw the rainbow, but he didn't get all his magic back. He wasn't laying on the ground like all the other ponies all over the place. Like Tyrick just missed cheese sandwich. Yeah. Because, you know, of course he did. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So when the princesses gave Twilight her magic, they were like, oh, Tyrick, Discord changed sides. Tyrick doesn't know about you. Therefore, we're giving you our power so you can hide from him. Right. No one had the thought that Discord knows about Twilight. Yeah. No one. Like, I I mean... Discord, who immediately figured it out when it happened. He felt yes. it, which I thought was really weird that, like... And he didn't tell her. He's tell got... Tell Yeah. And that's another reason why I thought, like, oh, he's, like, he's yeah. reacting to it, but he's not holding... He's not telling him. He's keeping it to his chest because he's, he's playing both sides. Yeah. I think he's... Because he's Discord, he just regardless wants to keep some information to he's, himself. He's chaotic. It's like at when he when Tyrek imprisons the other Alicorns, he like Discord's playing with the glass and Twilight's right there next to him on the fucking glass that Tyrek sees. Like he didn't didn't think then or that at all. Like he just was like, Yep, we won. Cool. Ha ha. Like not even concerned about Twilight. Or maybe it was just like, well, maybe I don't need to share this bit of information yet. Cause he did he did point out afterwards. He was like, well, why would I tell you about it? Like I don't know if this is really a partnership. So mm -hmm. I guess that's the motivation. So that kind of locks in where you were thinking he wasn't certain. You were right in a way because he wasn't sold on T-Rex. Yeah. He was willing to take the chance on him. but And then T-Rex gives him his fucking necklace, which was like, did the necklace imprison him? It didn't imprison him. I guess it was just a shallow way of pretending like he had his trust. 
Because I thought for a minute that... What do you mean it imprisoned him? Well, I thought for a minute that the necklace was going to end up being like, oh, it cuts out Discord's powers, so he can't stop Tyrek anymore. Oh. But then, it, I mean, it makes sense. It turned out that Tyrek just sucked off enough people to be able to... <laughs> sucked off enough people. To be able to suck to off Discord. To be able to suck off Discord, yeah. So... I want to fucking talk about... Uh, I thought it was really because my my favorite line in the entire and all of it was uh, "Sun's up, neither am I." Oh, yeah. But then <laughs> I thought of you when I yeah. said. But then Spike said that I thought it was really funny because <laughs> that's something they didn't talk about or mention. And just all of a sudden, it's just like in that moment, it's mm-hmm. like, oh shit, Twilight has to make the sun come up, and so she's like watching her struggle with that. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. seeing the moon just wobble around yeah. the sky, and then the sun up, down, up, up, <laughs> and then it. Immediately cuts because I was like, "What confusion is she causing?" And then it immediately cuts to her to shining armor and the knights. Like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, an evil man's here! He sucked us off. Yeah, you know, like I'm gonna call it sucking him off now. I think. Did you notice, like, when when he sucked off Discord? Discord's discharge was like super fucking crazy compared yeah. to all the ponies. His his alone was like. More than what Tyrick was shooting with all the power of all the ponies as yeah. it was. Yeah, that was intense. And the only other thing we saw, he got more intense once he had Discord, but the only thing that battled it was the magic of friendship was mm. as intense, more intense, I guess. So that would that was a revelation we learned too, that friendship is more powerful than all of the magic in Equestria. Yeah. Um speaking of that, not to jump, but we're jumping a little bit. Uh, what'd you think of the makeovers? The makeovers? They got their uh, fucking friendship oh, powers friendship and they all powers. immediately became like glam rock ladies wrestlers. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I liked that. That was, I fun. Liked that, was, that was That was really cool. They were like with their fucking cool ass outfits and their Are they, is this gonna colorful be like, manes. Is this going to be like Power Rangers now? Where I fucking hope they so. Keep, where they can just like morph into their forms anytime? <laughs> it's mighty friendship time. <laughs> fucking Zordon's calling. Maybe they got their fucking castle. That was weird. I I had the thought like that. What's funny is I had seen that castle thing in later episodes passing by while I was watching years ago. Mm. But I, I mean, I didn't know that that's kind of how it came to be and where it was and if it had even existed before, you know? So that was kind of fun to see development. Had yeah. not known about that, but I thought it was interesting that they say that in the episode at one point, like, well, where's her castle castle? She lives above a library and then fucking Tyrick fucking destroys the library yeah right there it was like oh shit stakes got real for these ponies like twilight can't live there anymore that was her home that was her home and there were books in there he pissed her off it was like that moment where she was like well i'm gonna kill you like yeah i guess she didn't know about her friends at that point but it's like at that moment she's like well i'm not running you gotta die now those were books yeah have you heard of books they're important (laughs) like i'll fucking kill you um, Twilight would kill somebody over books. Exactly. Well, well written. Um, I just wrote down at one point when uh, Discord got the necklace and Twilight's all chaotic with her magic. I just wrote down, this is a wild ass episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about all the shit that happened and like how it's fucking going. You're like, oh man, this is some real stakes end of an intense fucking show. Yeah. Shit going down. Like what's going to happen? Like, and it did, it did resolve in that. Like, you know, it's going to be fine because there's more seasons, but there had to be major change. Yeah. And obviously that happened. Like they don't have the elements, they don't have the box anymore, but now they got a castle and they're all fucking kind of in this together. 
Twilight's power is straight up now directly derived from them. So, I mean, it was before the Element of Harmony and all that stuff, but it was like, it's more than that now. She's the princess of fucking friendship, and they are the core of what gives her her power. Yeah. So, I liked that. I, I also love how meta it all kind of is. You know what I mean? No. Like how it's like, okay, instead of like, uh, my power's from this, I'm the power. Like, Celestia's like the power of the sun, and there's Luna the power of the moon, and then uh, came to the power of love. You know, and that's a little heady too, but it's like everyone loves, and this one's like friendship. It's it's just a little more, I like it because it's, you can physically lay it out, and it's obvious for kids to see. Mm. This power derived from the actual friendship that they have with others and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. It's it maybe meta is not the right word, but it's a little more cerebral. But it's still a kid's show. Mm. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt what you were about to say. It's fine. Did I make you forget it? Yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. Um, <laughs> fuck. Um, <laughs> what else? Are, oh, what were we talking about before that? The wild ass episode. Um, did you did you expect T Rex to turn on Discord? Yes. Yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, we were all ready for that, right? 100%. Um, I, uh, I forgot. For some reason, I forgot. And when it got to the end of the episode, and it's just like, what's going to save the day? Oh, yeah. The magic of friendship. Right. Of course. I forgot. Yeah. I was a little surprised by that. I was a little surprised that Tyrick at one point just goes, all right, we've reached a, an impasse. We're both just constantly checking each other. You know, like, mm-hmm. what do we do from here? How about I release your friends? Every single one of them's like, no, don't do it. Don't do it, Twilight. You know? Yeah. You knew she was going to do it. Of uh, course, dude. It's friendship. Discord looks so deflated in his bubble. He looks so broken. He was broken. Yeah. He's a broken whatever he is. Yeah. Uh, then let's say they go to the chest. They get their makeovers. I love the uh, power of friendship. When he gives them the necklace, when Tyrick gives Discord the necklace, and he's like, oh, I'm really growing to like accessories. I think that's rarity rubbing (laughs) off on me. Yeah, that was good. I think that's rarity. (laughs) Their rarity's influence. That's funny. No, Discord's great. He is. I'm very curious to see what's next for him. Like, Because the way he was in there and considered one of the friends now, what does that mean? What do you think? Because it's like, he doesn't have a throne, but... He's in there. Twilight made that decision. He's considered a part of this friendship magic, it seemed like now, right? Yeah. The way that he needs, like, where's my throne? We'll work up to it, whatever. But, like, what does that mean? I mean, obviously, that must mean a new stage for Discord and how he ties into the show. Maybe. Is he yeah. just one of the main six now? He's the main seven? Or is I don't, he like that fifth beetle? I don't think so. I think, I think because, like, I think. Because Discord was there was the only reason she was like all of my friends. Yeah. Where it's like she wanted to make it clear to Discord specifically, like we're still friends, buddy. But I don't think that means like he's in the core group. But it also, yeah, I think you're right. Because it also lays him out for her to be like, you know, we include you and think of you in this. You're going to do your own thing. You don't have a fucking chair here. But it's like it also kind of motivates him to be like, yes, this is how I make up for my actions. You know what I mean? I can prove myself. And now he's going to be more determined than ever to prove his friendship to all of them. I think, I think, yeah, not just Fluttershy. This was the final nail in the friendship coffin. I think so. He's imprisoned in friendship full on now. Yeah. Yeah. There's no escaping. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. We got a final song about rainbows reminding you about, uh, how we shine together and all that. Mm. Uh, the songs are fine in this episode. None of them like stuck out to me as like 
raised this barn and stuff where they were like such ear candy. Yeah. But they were good. They, they were, were good. No, no songs have really been bad yet. Um, but you know, some, some have hooks that really grab you and some yeah. don't, but they're still really good. So I don't know. The last one was kind of short. The last but, song. Oh, yeah. I, I know another thing I liked when, uh, sorry to go back a little bit to the battle when Twilight's testing out her powers and she's just trying to transport teleport yeah and she teleports and then boom all of a sudden she's teleporting all over fucking equestria that's funny yeah, running on the bowls and all that stuff i i don't know why that suddenly popped into my head but i liked that too um overall what do you think overall these two episodes fantastic these two episodes were really good really well written very uh story driven and cinematic it was relative fun. were there other episodes so far because we're at the end of season four yeah so we're about to go. We're almost halfway through the entire show now, which is big. It's a big hurdle. You yeah. Know, it definitely found its flow. People were right. Season four has a lot more. I'm excited to see what season five does because I feel like most shows, season five still hits that, but then that's where you start to see the potential of a show plateauing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Five and six, I feel like. Not always, but occasionally. So I'm curious to see if it continues with the forward motion. They've changed the parameters of what the show is with the new castle and the princess twilight and all that shit. So it's like, what is it going to be? We'll see. Yeah. But in the grand scheme of everything we've watched so far, where would you say that this kind of falls versus everything else? Um, These hold episodes? On. Hold on. We're going to knock. Okay. We can't talk right now. <laughs> He's so excited. Ellis is playing Hawk. What did he say? I think he said he got my his broom. <gasps> Didn't he? we saw him buy it? Yeah. He, he gets distracted though. It was like an hour ago we saw him buy his broom, but he probably got distracted doing side stuff and walking around. Yeah. Um. Anyways, in the overall scheme though, compared to everything else, would you say it rises above, or were there episodes up to this point that you liked more? I think this rises above. Yeah. And it's like it hit a different like gear shift here. It, it it was it was very story driven like because like there's been episodes there's filler episodes that we've seen that I think were really funny yeah. and really fun to watch and like a good time, but that it all just kind of gets washed into yeah. the sea of filler, and so getting to have this like character arcs like character yeah. uh, building and world building. Well, and I think like every in this sense. I'm with you. Every two parter so far has been better than the last. Yeah, I think. So I remember there was some of the first ones. It was like, eh, the pacing felt weird here or that, but like it was still engaging. This one, I feel like it hit beautiful pacing. It hit, hit um, high risk, high reward kind of feel. The baddie was kind of worse than ever. There was fucking espionage, discord turning on them yeah. and like secret plans to dissuade and, you know, like, and, or to evade. And, um, and then it fucking accumulates and, Kind of the same thing where it's like instead of just, oh, we have the elements of harmony to stop them now. It's like, oh, beyond that, we have now we're fucking Power Ranger ponies. You know what I mean? With our cool fucking hair and more power than ever. So it I think I'm with you. I think so far this has been the best two parter of all of them. I'm curious to see what happens next. We get another two parter straight off the bat when we start season five, which we might have to buy. So. I guess here's the big question. We're season four. We should ask this at the end of every season. Are you a brony? No. No? Are no. you, are you more of a brony than you were a season or two ago? No. Yeah. I feel like I'm less of a brony. And it, like, and it, and it all comes back to the fucking 
fillers. The fillers. It, yeah. just, it takes me out of it too much. And then like, so by the time we get to this, I'm like, well, the rest of the episode just kind of, cause like it doesn't, you have enough episodes that are good, but you're like not, Oh fuck. I want to talk about this. Yeah. And it eventually, yeah. Cause then if becoming doing the podcast, it's like a, a chore where I schedule it, make sure we watch it. You know what I mean? Like we have fun chit chatting and screwing around, but the episode didn't really impact you. Yeah. The episodes yeah. don't really like, uh, <coughs> sing to me as yeah. well as. I'm kind of with you. I still would say I'm not a brony. Um, this this had a good impact on me, though, this episode arc. Yeah. Because I feel like it has been a while since I've had an episode where I was like, oh, yeah, this shit's wild. You know, there's yeah. been, like you said, there's been funny ones. There's definitely been some where I'm like, I was fucking dying in this episode. That was so funny. So-and-so with this and so-and-so with that. But, you know, good comedy as a casual fun cartoon is different. I feel like the brony element, and maybe our listeners can correct us if we're wrong, but I would say that the brony element is that passion. It's episodes like this, I feel like, that are probably what drives the brony phenomenon. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's like, as outsiders, before we watch this, I feel like you think of a brony, it's like, oh, this dude's watching the show about ponies and tea parties and shit. Like, And that's why, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you made fun of him. Ah, oh, loser, you like that or whatever, you know? like. And then getting into this, you start to realize, oh... No, the brony defining thing must be this deeper level episodes. Mm -hmm. And that probably adds to them liking the silly friendship episodes that are more lighthearted and fun because it's like, yeah, because Twilight can fucking own a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, not to say that there's people that don't love. Obviously, any person of any capacity can love any show for any particular reason they want. But as a specific phenomenon is defined prior to us engaging in this, I feel like that's the linchpin. So... I'm curious to see what, where it goes. I'm not saying I can't still be a brony. We might be. Maybe. But I, I wouldn't say I'm there yet either. Yeah. So, but. There's still five more seasons. Yeah. We have a lot. And a movie. And a movie. And a movie. We have a lot to get through. And there might be. I'm curious to see the movie, honestly. What is, what is that about? Yeah. Well, and also like, because they the two-parters at the beginning and end of each season is where it gets us on the shit like this. So like, what's the movie going to be? Because they're not going to do a movie that's a filler episode. Yeah. The movie is going to be some big adventure. It's going to be an epic story. Yeah. Like, what is, I'm curious what it's going to be. I want to see what the hell it is. You know, yeah. like, it's going to probably just add to like, oh man, yeah, these people can write good characters, good story, great plots. Mm. So. You know what the show is like? It's like the Clone Wars. I have a I, I have a hard time recommending the, sh the animated Star Wars show, the Clone Wars, to yeah. people. Because like... There are parts of that series where they get in like a story arc and it's and it's wonderful. Yeah. It's so well written. It's great. Fucking fun to watch. But then there's just like a bunch of filler episodes. I've heard that. Ellis and I started watching it and we had trouble because we got on a run of fillers in like season one very early. Yeah. And it was like just not that interested. Maybe when he's older and is watching more shit regularly, mm -hmm. he will be. But like me too. I was like, yeah, it's interesting. We're in the Star Wars world, but like. I've heard there's some epic, like if you love Ahsoka, watch Clone Wars yeah. to love Ahsoka. You, you don't you love her the right so way. Much. Yeah. Like when, like when in Mandalorian, when she showed up in Mandalorian, you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. Because you had been watching her. And so like you get this like yeah. jump in her journey. And for someone like me, it's like, oh yeah, I know about that character. Yeah. Like she's cool. I like that. But I don't know enough. Like I know a bit of the backstory because I'm a nerd and I look it up and shit, but like you don't experience it's different to experience the drama of the moments that she's having. Yeah. So, no, I'm with you. 
But anyways, so good show. Good episodes. Good episodes. Cool. Well, let's look at what we got next. Hopefully we are right and we'll have some uh, guests on the next one. Maybe we will wait until we for sure have guests before we jump in. But um, let's see here. The next episode we have, we are starting season five, episodes one and two, which are called The Cutie Map. Ooh. Part one and Cutie Map part two. What do you think that's about? Hmm. Doesn't give you much. I think it's going to be about the Cutie Mark Crusaders finally getting their Cutie Marks. Aww. I really hope it's that because that's something I've been waiting the entire series for is to see what their fucking cutie marks are going to be. Cause you know, it's going to be like fucking stupid shit, like apples and <laughs> fucking scooters or whatever. But is it going to mean a lot watching it? Yeah. Is it going to be like touching? You're like got a little tear. Like, you know, oh, it would be apples, all. apple bloom. You knew it was coming. Um, so I, I, I think it's going to be that. And, but then also I was thinking earlier, um, I think they should kill a character. Ooh, who, um, I don't know. One of the main six or like another character? I was thinking maybe one of the My main six. My Little Pony six. Funeral? Like, but like maybe somebody very close to like maybe Spike or uh, oh, Discord, maybe kill Discord. Because mm-hmm. like Discord mm-hmm. just had this huge arc. So maybe we come in and the, <gasps> in the season opener and he's coming in super hot and heavy with the friendship thing. They can Groot him. Because he's chaos. He doesn't really die. Oh, but he yeah. dies and comes back as a baby Discord and they can like raise him yeah. as a new Discord. That'd be sick. That'd be sick to see. But like, I think, I think that would help with the show is like the stakes are too low. Yeah. The stakes do get low, especially in the fillers. Yeah. But the stakes do get high on the arc. So like, yeah, killing off a character or something Yeah, would certainly make the fillers more interesting. They're like, oh yeah, friendship and schoolwork is great, but I miss Sweetie Belle. (laughs) Like, oh, that brought me back. I have a little... I, our, our, our magic used to be a little bit stronger, but now we have one less friend. Oh, that's fucked. They lose one of the main six, and there's a whole filler episode about holding auditions for the new <laughs> for the new main six. Yeah. Like, we'll all miss rarity. So we're having open editions on Saturday. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Um, maybe the cutie map is what you said. Maybe the cutie mark crusaders find like a... Um, an old like map or outline on how to get your cutie mark, mm. some ancient text or whatever. And they're like following it to get their cutie marks. Yeah. Maybe it'll be something like that. That'd be fun. Yeah. The cutie map. The cutie map. Maybe, maybe it's like the new castle thing. Now the twilight and the friendship thing, whatever, maybe they like their first order business. They're all excited to do something like big and epic and save the world, but it's more bureaucratic than they thought. And they're like, no, it's we're the friendship council now. So like we need to catalog every pony and their cutie mark. And so it's just this really long, like drawn out thing where they have to go to like every pony in Equestria and catalog what their cutie mark is. And they're going to make a map of all of these. Yeah, ponies. they have to map all the cutie marks. That'd be funny. That would be fun, especially if they're getting bored. And then the cutie mark crusaders come in and like revitalize the vigor of cutie mark, you know, the drive for a cutie mark. Yeah. But maybe, uh, maybe it's like a map to a specific pony and that pony's a cutie. Aw. Yeah. They get cutie there. Map. They get there and it's like pony beaver or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> pony oh, beaver. he's a cutie. <laughs> pony Efron. Oh, pony Zac Efron. Pony, pony, pony. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, something yeah, like Pony that. Bieber. That'd be great. <laughs> right on, y'all. Well, I guess that's it. Do you have anything else to throw out? Um, ooh, the Discord. Oh, yeah, we got the, the dude. Um, oh, Random Rascal. Random Rascal, who's just always surprises us with the wildest art and shit. It's so fun when it just shows up in yeah. the feed. They, because uh, like, they were like, oh, can I, do you guys take mail? And we're like, no, we don't. Yeah, we we're don't not do big that. enough for a PO we box. We don't do Sorry. That. <laughs> and then they sent us, like, we got pictures in the Discord <laughs> of like these hand knit. Pony, our, our ponies, ponies, us as little like is it crochet hand knit whatever it was like little dolls made of our ponies. That's really cool. That was so cool, and they looked so sick. That was so awesome. If you guys are missing out on any of that, like check out our Discord at FatTangoProductions.com. Hop in there, you can see. I've tried to make a point of uh, pinning any original artwork uh, of our characters that people do because people started doing a fair amount of it. So I was like, we should have this findable so i've been pinning all of that so if you jump in and you're hearing this at a much later date every like if you want to see the uh artwork of the the fanfic thing that we wrote with mikey with granny smith hiding his boner mm. like that's in there pinned you can go into the channels that's fucking hilarious and fucking find that a lot easier so but i i should pin everyone's original artwork but i just it, i don't know understand enough about discord to like categorize it so mm. for now i'm just pinning our i should pin stuff i should pin everybody's artwork but i only want to pin the things that have to do with us <laughs> well i feel like that's at least a first step unless i learn more about how to organize that shit that's a first step where it's like i don't want to lose that yeah people put in time and effort to make this art of our characters and it just like Every time I go back and look at it, it just fills me with joy. Yeah. You know, so, and everyone has the, I love it because there's multiple people, multiple takes, different art styles. It's so cool to see. Yeah. It's a um, lot of fun. Yeah. And I love that everyone that joins confuses our ponies. Everyone thinks that yours is mine and mine is yours. I don't know why. I, I don't know. Okay, I mean, because there's no real they, uh, gauge onto who is who, but it is interesting that everyone's inclination is to go they, like, reverse them. Because, like, the pictures, and they're like, I guess when they saw the pictures and they saw what you look like, and they're like, oh, they thought the dude, they thought you were, like, we were flip-flop personalities. Yeah, I guess so. They said, uh, I remind them of Steve-O. Yeah. Which, when you listen back and not, not seeing the picture of you, I can kind of see it, like, the way you talk. You're clearly influenced by like Jackass and Blink-182 yeah, and early dude. ska. Like, yeah, dude. That's my Steve-O impression. I like it. Yeah, I like dude. It. Yeah. Have you ever thought about like whipping your dick out and doing some fuckery? Um, yeah, dude. You want to hit me in the balls right now? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, this is what it's like to have a vasectomy. Oh, man. Oh, we're known yeah. for our physical comedy here. Yeah. <laughs> Very slapsticky. Very slapsticky. I you can't do. see it, but while we talk, we're doing the Three Stooges eye poke thing. Yeah, you're, you're constantly. That's Zoidberg. That's Zoidberg. I do love Jackass, though. Oh I've, yeah, I've watched all their shit. I watched all that shit. Oh yeah, it's incredible. It's just there's something. There's just something pure about watching people be fucking idiots and get hurt. What's great about it, uh, them thinking you're Stevo, is I feel like as far as the like daring do dumb shit. You're not quite Stevo. Wait, what? Like, cause like you're you're just a different. You're more reserved when it comes to doing dumb. Like you'll do dumb. I shit. I do some dumb shit. Some dumb shit. But it's like if we were with friends and we we're like, hey, pull out your dick and let the let the bee sting you on the dick. 
you're, there's no way you're doing I'm that. I'm not pulling my dick out in front of you guys. No. Yeah, exactly. So like there's, there's a limit. There's some shit that like, like we might do that you wouldn't like putting a cigarette out on your hand or something like that. You know what I mean? I'd put a cigarette out on my hand. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Would you fucking, you did it once when you were like 19. Were you drunk when you did it? Maybe. Cause that's the thing. I wasn't 19. Like, I was over the, I did it at a bar. Oh, okay. So I'll say like you were probably 22 or something like that. Cause that's the thing is like the level of shit I do after I start drinking increases. That's a good point because you know what? You're right. Stuff that I might do like a cigarette out in hand or whatever. Like, cause like if we were uh, just sitting cause here, I'm not going to pull my dick out to get sung by a bee either. Right. So maybe we're just, none of us are as exasperated as Steve-O. Like, yeah. And that's the point is steve fucking, yeah. that's the reason he's on Jack. Cause like, if but, we're just, yeah. cause like if we're just hanging out right now and I'm smoking a cigarette, I was like, dude, put this out in your hand and we're on the podcast. Would you do it? Yeah, you're right. Because I'm like, no, I got to go to work. You gotta, <laughs> I got shit to do. Motherfucker. Like, what the fuck was that for? Yeah. I'm an adult. That's a good point. But at the same time, you're, you are a little more willing. Like when we, the amount of times and I'd be like, Mikey, throw some Doritos on your grilled cheese or, you know what I mean? Put some peanut butter and jelly yeah, in Yeah, but there. that's not, that's just eating shit. Yeah, that's but you not, are, you are the Steve-O of eating shit. I, I eat shit. You, I you certainly know, eat shit. I feel like you'll eat just about any weird thing combination to try. As long except as it's for not fish. Yeah, except for seafood. But like, even though you hated it, you tried escargot. Yeah. So like, it took you a while weird. to get to build up to it, but you did try it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think I think we're all pretty similar levels of reckless stupidity. Yeah. And that those Honestly, levels are think, very low compared to like. And I'm more reserved than I used to be. Mm. I used to be more, way more about doing stupid shit because yeah. I was trying to. I don't know, build a personality build around a person that prove yourself to people. Yeah. You don't want to myself. To, like, you don't want people to think you're a bitch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the guy that does this. Ha ha ha. You know, like, yeah. and now I'm like, I don't need to be that guy. Who cares? I got fucking responsibility. Yeah. Dude. Like I got know, shit to do. I got what people job, think of me about doing something dumb at a bar means so much less when I have to come home and fucking be a father all the damn time. Yeah. You know, so interesting little insight, I guess. Anyways, thanks for joining us guys. I guess we should wrap up. Um, if you like the show, please leave us a rating and review, share it with a friend, hop on our discord. Um, am I missing anything? No, it's everything. Yeah. Hang out with us. Hopefully we're going to be back with another guest or two on the next episode for season five, episode one and two. We're finally on season five before you know it. We're going to be done with this thing, dude. Yeah. And then who knows what we're going to do. Yeah. But we will definitively call for sure. By the end, if we are bronies or not, I suppose. We yeah, Maybe we still, it'll happen sooner if it really hits it in the high gear. We still don't know. The jury's out, but we might be. We might be. And that's the name of the show. Yep. <laughs> Ron, yeah, thanks for joining us. We will be uh, here next week watching Season 5, Episode 1 and 2, The Cutie Map, Part 1 and 2. Until next week. Peace. Late. Out. This has been a Fat Tango production. I think I chugged my coffee too fast. I'm all mucusy now. Yeah. All the foam. Yeah. Yeah. You got to talk. You got to say things. I know. You can't have a bunch of mucus. We're going live. (laughs) You got to cough that all out. (laughs) Oh, you ever cough so hard it makes you a little erect? Yeah. You feel it in your balls a little bit. Yeah. It gives Ooh, you that that's good, something it gives we you can that talk about rattle. today.
It gives you like a little rattle. Let's talk like, about like my balls today. You ever, 